to behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. Hello and welcome to episode 21.5 presented as always by Juncture Magazine. Now, again, as always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and alongside me, man, I was going to say looking <laughs> handsome as ever, maybe even looking a bit more handsome. Yeah. A, a new braceless producer, Gary. Gary, mm-hmm. how's it feel? How are the teeth feeling right now? Feels good. They might, have, they might not even have known that I had braces. Either. No, I don't think so. You can't really tell. No. On the inside. Again, this is partially an audio program. Some people have never seen you ever. Exactly. But so. imagine a uh, guy, braces, and then now imagine without braces. Mm-hmm. And it's a li- honestly, it's a little bit of a glow up. Yeah. Uh, you are, you're looking good. How's it? So it feels good. Feels good. It feels yeah. weird right now, but yeah. I'm sure in a week it'll feel, feel it'll good. It'll feel awesome. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. So a big, big week for Gary. But first things first, we got to do a little bit of house clean. We got to oh, yeah. get out. Got to get out the toothbrushes. Got to get out the mops and the the Lysol. A little bit of maybe some vinegar. Mm-hmm. Keep it organic. Maybe some bleach. Whiten up these teeth. up those teeth. Yeah. And we got to do a little bit of housekeeping. So first things first, follow us on Instagram at Juncture Magazine. Again, the Instagram. I don't know what this formula Poppin is, dude. Off. I don't know what the formula Leo, is. I, Leo I tr- and uh, what was the other Chris guy? Tucker. Chris Tucker. Chris Leo Tucker. and Chris Tucker. Anything from the Rush Hour series uh, yep. or... Leonardo DiCaprio, and we're going. I try to like figure out what gains the most traction, yeah, and post more of it. Next one, no, yeah, post a picture of Shaquille O'Neal and Yao Ming blows up. Yeah, you just gotta post keep a it organic. Of I Jack think. and Kobe, uh, not so much. It's just <laughs> tough. It's just it I just tough. throw out posts. Sometimes they hit home, sometimes they don't. Yeah, um, but yeah, crazy. I, so follow us on Instagram, which has been uh, blowing up this week, and be sure to. Visit JuncturMagazine.com. That's J-U-N-K-T-U-R-E Magazine.com. Mm-hmm. Not this coming weekend. But the next But the week. last Saturday of the month, the 29th. The last day of the month, in fact. This wow. week. Or this month, I should but say. The 29th. The 29th. That only happens once every four years. Um, Correct? I guess. Yeah. Sure. Leap year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I so get, there will never, there might never be another Juncture Magazine Released on the 29th. There will never be. And okay, I can right. lock that yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is the, this is the only one year issue of the magazine. We have our Kobe tributes. We have mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of other really fun stories I, that I like a lot. We talk about uh, Ruri Hachimura. We talk about uh, 1917, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, review of that as well. Uh, Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So a lot of different topics. We have something for, everything, uh, something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So be sure to read that. Read the old volume. If you haven't read the older volumes. You're not going to get this one. You're not going to. Yeah, we've talked about it before. We've talked about it before. It's a chronological story. It'll make no sense at all. It's like mm-hmm. jumping in the last Game of Thrones book. Yeah, you can't. Not going to make any sense. Nope. Last things, or last things first. Last things last, <laughs> I guess. Last things last. You're going to want to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. uh, on iTunes, Spotify. All platforms. All but Wherever you listen. If you're watching on YouTube. Give us a like, maybe subscribe, or uh, but honestly, just watching, just enjoying. Mm-hmm. That's enough. That's plenty. That's, en- that's plenty. Yeah. That's more than enough. I feel like we owe you. Yeah, and that's why we're offering you a special deal at the end of the at the end of the podcast. As always. However, we got naturally a a huge bachelor recap as we always do. Mm-hmm. And dude, okay, so we've said it before. I think we just said this off mic. Yeah. If we can podcast for this season of the Bachelor. We're golden forever. Yeah. Because th- there is no worse season to start recapping. No, we're going up than, from here. Then Pilot Pete's yeah. moron See, Like, it's just full of bad decisions, horrible contestants, mm-hmm. and, a, and a marriage that's inevitably not going to work. Yeah, it's kind of like the pod. It starts off rough, yeah, yeah. and it just gets better. And it gets better. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, stick with us for this Bachelor season. And you'll love us during the next. Oh, Bachelor you're gonna love season. the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so no way it goes downhill. From we'll here. get into how it's gone into such a really a fiery. It's almost like a. It's like a train wreck. Like yeah. you, you can't look away. No. I, at this point, I'm. I don't like Peter. I don't like. I don't like. Well, I don't like Victoria F. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of Hannah Ann. 
and I, I I like one of the contestants left, and not even the guy who's the main character. <laughs> yeah, like, I have to watch next. Week. Yeah, there's no way I can. Bow you're out too invested now. at this point. Too invested. Yeah, and and there's just too much riding on every single episode. So you, I can't look away. It's addicting. But we'll get into it. Uh, this week, I I had a little bit of news from this week. I actually had the saddest. So we're gonna talk about it on the basketball podcast. It was All Star Weekend, big weekend. Yeah, Friday night. Dunk contest night, three point contest. Mm-hmm. But I was actually downtown with someone watching a basketball game uh, for the local NBL team. Yeah, got season tickets, love it. It's a, f- a fun time to watch some live basketball. So I'm down there missing the three point contest, mm-hmm. and our compadre Caleb goes, "Hey man, me and some of the guys are going downtown. Yeah, after. Do you wanna? You wanna like you're already downtown. Want to meet us down there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are oh, you guys yeah. watching the dunk contest? Because if so. Caleb, I'll go to your house first, and we can all go downtown together. He goes, no, no, no. We're going to be downtown by 10 o'clock. Easy. Mm. So just wait down there. Game's going to be over at 930. <laughs> You're just going to want to wait down there. Say, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, whatever. That's sure. cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why Why would I not believe that? <laughs> why would, I have no reason yeah. to, to question that. So, okay, cool. I'll, and now, and for context, one of our other friends was visiting town. He mm-hmm. texted me, hey, what's up? You trying to, you trying to hang out? I said, oh, sorry, man. Feel free to come downtown, but I'm meeting my guy, Caleb, there. And I can't <laughs> ditch Caleb because he would never do that to me. No, never. So so I'm sorry. I can't I can't hang out. Mm. So I go to a Starbucks because, as we talked about, I have the iPhone 1. This is actually the one that Steve Jobs, RIP, went up to the stage to debut yeah. decades ago. And there's also only two places that you are ever. Here and Starbucks. And Starbucks that we've talked about. Yeah. And um, maybe I'll give a little Starbucks update after because we have a, a groundbreaking <laughs> oh, yeah, update on Herbarista. I forgot about um, that. But yeah, I know. It's, it feels like a while ago when I We might have caused that. it too. I, we don't know. Unconfirmed. <laughs> okay. Unconfirmed. Don't, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm at a different Starbucks. Yeah. Charge, charge my phone. Mm-hmm. And on it, I go on a, a Reddit stream and I start streaming the dunk contest. The saddest way that you can stream. I think, you know what? This will only be for 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. They close at 10.30. So I text Caleb, hey, man, it's 10.30. Said you'd be here by 10. He had texted me a couple times. Oh, we're about to leave. We're about to leave. And he goes, oh, man, it's going to be about 10.45. Just hang in there. We'll be there soon. I'm like, dude, if you're just going to stay at your house, I can go. Like, I'll make my way up there. Yeah. I'm just trying not, <laughs> not chill in the streets right now. And he goes, no, no, no. We'll be down soon. So we go across the street to a cafe. It's open until 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I order. Now, it's. Pretty packed with people who really? are enjoying fellowship. Yeah. It's a Friday night. People are eating together. They're on, they're on dates. It's a full a full place. And you're alone. And I'm alone. <laughs> and so the waitress goes, for two? Mm, oh, no. Why, why, why do you have to do me like that? I got to blow up my spot I'm with like one that. person. Just can you assume one? And then if it's two, we can go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say no. You I'm can confidently say it's no two. for two. Yeah. I have a woman Unfortunately, coming. I had to go. No, just one today. <laughs> she goes, oh, oh, okay, yeah. So we have one. It put me in the back corner. And this date right beside me was going horribly, horribly. This dude was talking about the, the our local hockey team oh, God. the whole time. He was talking about bench brawls in, in the OHL. I was like, oh, my God. He yeah, was, he he was crashing and burning. So yeah. I'm pretty much like, okay, I'm just going wa- to watch the dunk contest. But I didn't want – I thought putting headphones in was weird. Weird. So I watched it on mute on my phone <laughs> – and she goes, the waitress comes. It's a packed restaurant. She goes, hey, what can I get for you? I go, I'll just have a green tea, please. She goes, anything else? No, nah, just the green tea, please. And so I had to milk this. Gr- and so at this point, it's 10.50 by the time I finish the tea. The waitress clearly wants me to leave the table so yeah. she can actually seat someone down who's going to eat something. buy food. <laughs> like, hell, man, I, what, like, what's going on? Yeah, just give, me, give, give it to me straight. Yeah. Dude. I can't get out of the house. They're all at his house. He's like, I can't get out of my house. They just, they won't leave. It's like, dude. Tell him to leave. I said, call. And so at 11 o'clock, he, he, he texts me, call me. This is not a good sign. No. It's now 11 o'clock at night. All I've done for two and a half hours is sit and watch the dunk contest and then just watch the highlights from what I just watched <laughs> yeah. after. Because it just the stream just goes in the highlights. Yeah. I just watched this. Now I'm watching a shorter version of I've it. I've already seen this. I've already seen this. Yeah. Yet I have nothing else to do. What am I going to stare at a wall or just nothing? <laughs> and my phone's dying at this point. Yeah. And so <laughs> if, if all the junkheads are not depressed at this point, it only gets worse. Mm-hmm. Kelp calls me and goes, 
look, man, I'm trying to get him out. It's just, it's just, I'm sorry, man. It's just, not, it's not working. I don't think it's happening tonight. <laughs> Dude, I, are you serious? He goes, yeah, I just thought I'd call you because I didn't want to ruin your night. Dude, <laughs> it's already it's ruined. ruined. <laughs> I'm at a cafe at 11.15 by myself when everyone else is enjoying dinner yeah. with friends and I'm downtown Waiting stranded. for my friend. Wait, not waiting, coming. waiting for a number of friends that are never going to show up. Yeah. But thanks for not ruining my night. <laughs> and now the waitress, the waitress just wants me gone. And mm-hmm. so I go, okay, so what? I'm Ubering home. He goes, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm just glad I caught you early. Like, you dumbass. You ca- <laughs> you did not catch <laughs> this me This is not the definition of early. That's and like so, an hour and a half after the bit. And I was texting game. Carson the whole time. Dude, it was done at 930. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was waiting forever. Yeah. That's it was almost early. two hours at the point when I got in the Uber. Yeah. Guy, of course, goes wrong side of the street, just starts honking at me. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that he would not find me right away. Just because yeah. that's how the night's going. I yeah. open the door. And the blast of DoorDash hits me in the face. It was another, mm, another guy hustler. double dipping. Yeah. It's in the back seat, like covering both seats. He goes, uh, can you just push that to the side? Okay. Like, first of all, if that's my food, I'm thinking, I could I'm, I just have a stranger sitting next to my food. I yeah. could have literally just opened it, <laughs> run my hands through it like that, and then just, just like, if, I'm a, if I'm a gross dude, I'm right beside your food. This is mm-hmm. not what you signed up for. I also didn't sign up to be in a hot car. It's steaming hot. Yeah. And so first thing this dude says is, so you like true crime stories? <laughs> hey, you're a murderer. He hits me with, do you like true crime stories? And so I have both headphones in. Yeah. If you listen to the podcast, you know that's my move. I'm going headphones in right away. Well, the funny thing is he's he doesn't know this, but he's sitting in the car with a murderer. Yes, no. Uh, Sitting behind the him. Food, ah, unfortunately, <laughs> the food was on that side. Ah, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to try to... Into- yeah, late night, you want to go right behind him. So yeah. they're a little scared to chat. Uh, because, again, that's the murderer move. Yeah. And and so I'm... We're in home. He's trying to talk to me with true crime stuff. I say straight up no right away. Like, <laughs> no. No, I'm not into true crime. He goes... Oh, you should check out Forensic Files. <laughs> Just straight up ignoring the fact that I said I'm not into it. He goes, do you know what Forensic Files is? Dude, yes, I know I know everything you're going to say. I know about it, and I'm not interested. I've heard the spiel. It was like someone trying to sign me up for like a rewards membership. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know what it is. Thanks. No, but just, just, let me explain the incentives. I, nope, I just don't want it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, though, but no. And then we eventually get into, uh, he's talking about, oh, man, if you think Toronto driving is crazy, you should check out Lebanese driving. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm never going to be there. It's, and the whole time, burning hot in the car. Yeah. So what's his move? Could, he could throw on AC. Theoretically, could throw on AC. Puts both back windows down. Keeps his <laughs> up. Both the back windows are down. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, can we, can we put the window up? He only puts up mine. The one beside me on this <laughs> side, still streaming in air. The, the worst. So I rarely give below a five. Still gave him a four, though. Kind of a kind of a soft move. To he still gave you the ride. Four. He did give me the ride. He got you there. I think he gave piece. me the five star, too. I think he was feeling it. But just the saddest night ever. Yeah. But it actually reminded me of not a sadder night, but a similar situation in the restaurant. Have mm-hmm. I told you about the night the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship? Um, no, because I thought that was a pleasant experience for you. It was a pleasant experience, yeah. but very stressful pregame. Okay. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it went down. So our friend, uh, Ben, I'll throw out a first name. We yeah. can, we'll, we'll bleep it if he doesn't want it in there. But, uh, our friend Ben worked, uh, in Toronto while I was working there mm-hmm. in the summer in an internship. And so he had all his engineering friends that I became friends with his roommate. We, so we had a, a squad to watch each Raptors playoff game. Mm-hmm. We kind of go to a bar or whatever. And so I got off work early that day. Yeah. And he tells me, Hey man, could you be able to like get a table for 11 of us mm-hmm. at uh, a, a place downtown? We decided on, I think it was the three, three brewers. Three, something I think like that. I know where this is going. And so, <laughs> Table for 11. That's and I'm there early. Game starts at like 8 o'clock though. Mm-hmm. But I get there at, I think I was off at like 3.45. 15 minute walk. That's real early. Real early. But I start, yeah, exactly. So start early, got off early, and I'm there super in great time. Mm-hmm. Order a beer, and I have a book with me, which is already kind of a lame move to be chilling at the bar reading a book. <laughs> yeah. But I pull out the book, order <clears throat> the beer, and have a huge table. Like, like bigger table, space yeah, than bigger this, than pretty this, much. Yeah. And... So I'm just chilling there, and then 4.30 rolls around when he mm-hmm. was supposed to meet me. 
Still not there. He goes, oh, sorry, man. We just finished showering at our house. Not what I thought was part of the plan. Because <laughs> the bar is here. They work here. And they live here. So yeah. now they've done this portion of the trip. They still have a long ways to go. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, the place is at, at around five. He's still not there. The it's place packed. is packed. And the waitress keeps coming over. And she goes, hey, uh, can I get you anything else? And I'm still nursing the same beer. Because <laughs> at this point in the playoffs... I don't have money to throw around. I've gone to the bar for Six pretty times. much every game. Yeah. yeah, I've gone there like twenty times. Yeah, I have almost no money left. So, no, no, no. I'm I'm good with this. Thanks. Taking up a huge table, just reading read my, my book. book. <laughs> she wants me out of there. So she probably could have made seven hundred dollars at that at that Easy, table yeah. in that amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and so they show up like forty five minutes before the game, mm-hmm. and I'm still just reading my book. Another girl sat down next to me uh, at another table yeah. and was doing a crossword. Equally, wow. I mean, equally oblivious to what mm-hmm. was going on. I mm-hmm. kind of respected that. And, but when I looked at her, I was like, what the fuck is this girl doing? The nerve to sit down. <laughs> but then I realized. Wait, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just as bad. Yeah. She's at a table for like five. So how long were you at this table then? Let's say four o'clock to around I, I, a little over three hours wow. by myself. Wow. With a single beer. That waitress hated you. For oh, sure. I, so she ended up, her shift ended at like six and she's oh so like, she didn't make any money <laughs> no 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 I, I was like okay i'll settle up with the beer then okay, i'll pay yeah. for the beer <laughs> i was like you may as well make i think i tipped her like a hundred percent i was yeah. like i'll pay for another beer altogether <laughs> for the tip but i felt super bad yeah uh, but that was the most stressful period but last friday a friday night too man i mm-hmm. mean just was, ruined just gone everybody everybody was at a bar then everybody and their grandmother i was at a bar that night you text me you're like hey man i'm working tonight at the bar if you guys end up coming down because you heard via the grapevine hit me up hit me up and uh and what was the response back oh you you just like kale ruined my night (laughs) yeah that's all you got that's That's all all i got uh but other than that it was uh it was a busy week a busy day today Mm -hmm. we got this podcast yep then we got our nba podcast that we're Mm -hmm. doing uh, right after mm-hmm. for because me Carson Caleb and our our fellow not compadre but our fellow companion uh Charles mm-hmm. uh is is coming to Montreal with us we're doing a Montreal trip so we got to pack all the NBA talk in yeah, one we gotta day. get it all all then, over with I guess some people aren't familiar if they don't listen to the NBA episodes that we have our run amok pick and payoff each week we pick three games mm-hmm. uh, money line games essentially uh even odds and we pick between uh, two teams for three different games. Mm-hmm. For the first half of the season until the All-Star break, the person with the worst record has to eat 10 of Buffalo Wild Wings, the spiciest wings. Some of them, naturally, are going to be bat wings. Mm-hmm. And and so basically, that's the payoff. It was sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, so thank you very much. Free wings. Free, free and they paid us a, a ton of cash yep. as well. Uh, and so... We're going to be doing that video after as well. I lost, if you didn't guess. <laughs> I did I did lose. So we'll be, uh, so it's going to be a busy day. Yeah. Um, but Montreal should be fun. I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. Are you just going for the weekend or? So we're going, we're leaving Thursday morning mm-hmm. and then we come back Sunday night. Oh, that's not bad. Yes. Yeah, so we get a decent amount. Two full days. We're going to have a decent amount of the day. Mm-hmm. Thursday, we're leaving 730. So we'll have that night for sure. Yeah. Um, but dude, I'm so, so we've talked about I'm the worst planner ever. Yeah. Charles, our friend is from Montreal. He was raised there for the first, I guess, half of his life. I don't know. He moved when he was like eight or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not sixteen now. So, <laughs> close <laughs> Sixteen-year-old friend. Um, but yeah, again, uh, so they're doing the planning yep. for it, which is great. That being said, even my little bit of planning, I'm such a moron. So I had a friend that she was going to be down in Montreal at some point, mm-hmm. but she couldn't because of a snowstorm. Blah blah blah. And so I was like, oh, we're going to Montreal later in the month. We'll pick you up. And I assumed that she was, she said she postponed her trip. Oh, like she was going later. She was going later. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm so in the right in this situation. Mm-hmm. But reading it back, I guarantee I was the moron. Yeah. And so I was pretty much like, oh, uh, we're going, I was, we're coming up this day was all I sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your work schedule like? Sends me your work schedule. We're planning. We're seeing which days. Like we did a decent amount of back and forth, figuring out which times would work to meet up. Yeah. The whole for this whole conversation, she thought I was coming to Ottawa, and I thought she was coming to Montreal. Yeah. And so all the planning just went out the door. Was wasted. Yeah. 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 Like any time, even when I try to put in the effort of planning, 
it well, goes out the even window. with this little two second conversation we just had about this <laughs> i could have told you that she was in ottawa and you were in montreal because i thought you were gonna pick you her kn- up in ottawa to oh, take her to montreal because i know no. she's in ottawa yeah 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 but <laughs> i thought i know i'm a I'm an idiot. <laughs> and afterwards I, th- I tried to justify why i was in the right yeah i think she was just like do we even want to go down this road? No. Like we both know that you're not going to be right in this situation. <laughs> and which I mean, which is fair. Yeah. But uh, again, even even going away, we don't we don't skip episodes. Mm-mm. I will die before I skip an episode. We've delayed an episode, but that was purely for bachelor content. That was oh, that was purely for yeah. additional content. Yeah. That's the only time I'll delay is mm-hmm. if we can get more bachelor content. We've never content. missed an episode. That being said, we didn't miss last night's episode. Nope. And I think, unless you have anything else to talk about, this is the time to jump in to this week's episode. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in. So last night, we whittled The Bachelor down. We watched together. Yep. Also, we watched with one friend. And I love him to death. And I don't think he's listening to this. Mm-hmm. He's a talker. He is. He is a talker. And and so I think I missed a little bit of dialogue. I think I caught most of it. Yeah. But, uh, but sometimes you'll just go on a narrative tangent. Like, my god i gotta lock in like i'm writing notes for this thing. yeah this is not, this is not i need a game. to hear all i need to hear all everything. the words all the information when i'm watching solar i'm doing some decent amount of rewinds mm-hmm. too. yeah repeats yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. I, still i think we caught most of it because it's an impactful episode oh yeah and again if people are used to the show they're used to how weird hometowns are it was mm-hmm. your first time watching it was everyone that we were with last night First besides hometown. myself it was they lost their hometown virginity yeah and and it's a we it's a weird time but it wasn't okay. It was normally weird. weirder than last night. But last night I will went say. pretty smoothly for the most part. Three to four. Three out of four. Extremely smooth. Mm-hmm. And so what? Again, best way to do it, I think, chronologically. Yeah. We're gonna go for each. So we had essentially, if you're unfamiliar, I know some people watch and listen to this that don't watch The Bachelor. So we'll give you some context. Yeah. Uh, which is which is a, I mean. Kudos to you. That is the the utmost respect. I, I've I have had a few people heads. tell me that they don't watch, but they know what's going on they just because <laughs> they've been listening. Okay, so I'll give you context. So Pilot Pete, aka Horn Dog Pete, aka Horn Dog Peter, aka the worst bachelor of this generation, mm-hmm. goes and meets all of the girls' families. Four girls left: Hannah, Ann, Kelsey, Victoria F, and Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes and sees their families. They question they pretty much just ask him if he's religious or not when it comes down <laughs> yeah, to it exactly that's the yeah. same conversation uh do you love god do you love my daughter and there's some tears and their dads are always super like apprehensive about the whole thing they're very like, apprehensive and then know, it's man. so easy to dupe these guys though i feel like i could he straight up didn't answer their questions every time no no he's being so political with us so we'll get into that was hannah ann's dad specifically yeah um and also madison's dad didn't yeah. really that didn't end particularly smoothly mm-hmm. um but it was cordial enough but we'll cordial. get into the first date uh with hannah ann's hometown mm-hmm. first of all uh they start off hot they came in with matching umbrellas mm-hmm. which was huge that's huge for the chemistry that is but from there uh it took a big twist to hannah ann being very very proud of her dad in the lumber industry <laughs> yeah and they rode that train surprisingly the whole <laughs> far yeah there was a number of instances where her dad is talking to the camera, doing one of the confessionals. Dude, they had a pile of wood behind him, like yeah. a triangle of firewood. Just set up. We get like, was this podcast sponsored by Big Lumber? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand the motive behind. But first thing she said, my dad's in the lumber industry, so he's a man's man. I, I guess that's sure. what man's man's like. We can <laughs> swing an axe at some wood. Yeah. Uh, really, do you have to be that manly to be in the lumber industry? I, uh, maybe. It's not like the woods moving no i don't it's know not fighting back <laughs> it could be if you're in the pelting industry yeah you're a man's man if you're taking down a wolf that's true you also have an axe to take I don't know, i've heard like, i've heard of some sketchy stuff that happens in the the, the logging industry really do you want yeah. to go into detail well there's like these things called widow makers and they're essentially like these big clumps of branches so when you're chopping down the tree and chopping off the the branches yeah it'll just fucking it'll come down and just you're dead you're done do you think Hannah Ann's dad is is doing that. I feel like he's on the business end of it. But so I he think, doesn't look I like, like he's think, deep in the woods, like cutting down trees. He looks like he's selling wood. That's <laughs> door to door. Yeah, door to door. I I feel like he gave me a vibe like he used to be that guy though. As a young lad, he definitely he'd worked go his up way in up. the Northwest Territories. Maybe yeah, he's yeah. in the deep deep woods of Montana. Yeah, chopping some wood. Now he's built himself. So up he was to be a, a man's financial man, tycoon, and now he is. Also, every family 
is so goddamn rich. Mm-hmm. Every family is so rich. Like, yeah. imagine being just like you would just pale in comparison to like if you're just one. Like, imagine Pete coming over to my house. My mom's a teacher. Meeting my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. What's this? In a one bedroom shithole. apartment? Yeah, you're going home, Kelsey. Huh? Uh, oh, spoiler alert. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But uh, that being said, you actually see. A little bit of Hannah Ann's. I actually thought this was the first time that we saw some of Hannah Ann's personality. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Like, we yeah. both said that we were not a fan of hers before. Just little moments like a champagne gate she'll have, which is, like, so trivial. But, I don't know. To, she would just come off as a little manipulative or shady or just kind mm-hmm. of fake. Uh, a little bit of a toned down uh, Aaliyah mm-hmm. vibe. You know what Could I mean? Could have been nervousness too, though. Like she seemed more like obviously at home Absolutely. because she was at home. Was quite literally, literally at, home. at home. But also probably getting more comfortable with Peter. Yeah. yeah. She see- I think that's the right way to describe it. She seemed mm-hmm. more relaxed. And so I don't know. I was I actually found her pretty uh, endearing. Um, and so essentially Peter gives her, because we talked about she's 12 years old. She is still 12. Yeah. At the end of the day, she's just a more likable 12 year old. Mm-hmm. She is still a tween in her mind, for sure. She's yeah. 23. However, Madison's the same age and somehow is... Way more mature. 50 years older. <laughs> uh, and so, basically, she did classic 12-year-old move, wrote down a list with those loopy, big loopy letters. Yeah. That, again, like we said before, never signed a check before in her life. Mm-mm. Wrote a big list of all the reasons I love Peter. He wrote her list back. Yeah. And at first, the one person we were watching with, she said... Wow, that is so sweet. See, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. But then you listen to some of the reasons. Like, oh, I love how green your eyes are. And the way that you breathe after <laughs> almost every word is so, so purposeful. Yeah. And Oh, my gosh. And when you say hi to me and you give me a hug and you wrap your legs around me like every girl on the show has. Yeah. Oh, that's just unique. And I get butterflies when I see you. I've heard the word butterflies several times <laughs> over the course of this show. And we said he could have written the same note to For all every four girl. women. All I get butterflies th- when I see you. All 30 women, maybe. All 30. Yeah. Butterflies when I see you, most generic thing ever. Yeah. And and so we had a theory that the producers helped him with some of that. Do you mm-hmm. stand by that? I, I stand by that. I, I, there's there's no way that he didn't have some assistance with that. Yeah. However, still sweet. The, the relationship seems to actually be building up to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hannah Ann's dad seemed like he... like. He, at f- first instance, hated Peter, mm-hmm. hated the show, hated his own daughter, hated essentially everything except for the lumber industry. Like, he was just yeah. not having a- any of it to start it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, even his confessionals to the camera, like, I don't know about this process. Yeah. I don't see how it can work. There's other young ladies involved, yeah. uh, as he said it. But as we watch, I think we watch it through, like, a weird lens where we expect these people to be like, oh, I love the show. I love Peter, blah, 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 because we get so... Uh, sort of um, blinded to yeah. the show. We get so well, kind of weirdly, it. not to jump ahead. Yeah. Victoria F's family kind of seemed down for it. They kind of seemed into it, and that which is, plays a lot into how she reacted and how that all went down. Like less nor. It's weird to not think the show is weird. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was pretty much like he said to the camera. Yeah, it's a weird, weird process. Yeah. I'm worried. Like he's dating two other, and so at first we we're like, oh, he's not. It. Oh, he's well, a little bit. And I was like, no. If I was a dad, that's so I'd be the good same, dad. Yeah. 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 I'd have I would the, same be the same way. Arguments. Um, but I, again, uh, Peter gets asked the tough questions from like a normal dad would. What did he say? He said something pretty much along the lines of, uh, look, it sounds weird, but I have to ask, where are you with uh, Hannah Ann mm-hmm. in comparison to the other girls? Yeah. And Peter said, oh, it's just, he's such a politician. He is. It's, I mean, I guess I would probably try. He's trying to be as honest as he can without, without telling saying the truth I love of, them all. <laughs> I, I like all the girls. Yeah. I'm probably going to sleep with all three if I can. <laughs> and I don't know if I'll end up getting married to any of them. Like, that's the real honest answer. Yeah. So he's trying to be as likable as possible, which I get. I probably would be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it just sounds so passionate. He's pretty much like. I just can't say at this point in the process, but I can say that I've had unique feelings towards Hannah Ann that I haven't necessarily felt those exact same feelings for the other girls. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what you said was <laughs> like you said, not, you <laughs> said, literally nothing. said nothing. Yeah. Uh, and so, but uh, essentially 
the they had a smooth conclusion to the mm-hmm. date. It felt good. Uh, Hannah Ann's dad seemed at least seemed to, a little bit more on board. Yeah, he seemed like oh, okay. Peter had uh, at least sort of integrity during mm-hmm. our conversation. He does like Hannah Ann for sure. Yeah, her mom was super. She goes quite simply. I was just blown away by him. <laughs> I, oh, okay, okay here you're on board a little quickly. <laughs> I don't know if I'd quite describe. It. He brought you flowers. Yeah. Bar is pretty low. He certainly didn't go to the store and buy those. Mm-mm. He was handed them. That was his job. By this production. was his whole responsibility. <laughs> here you go, Peter. Here you go. Now walk up the drive. Like, he was driven. He didn't even have to drive himself there. He could have uh, been sleeping the whole time. It didn't matter. <laughs> he slept on the way there. Yeah, probably. did the Ke- the Kelly nap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so again, if you want to rate that that hometown date on a scale of one to ten, let's give each one a 1 to 10 rating mm-hmm. without knowing how the episode ends. Like if you were just watching that date, mm-hmm. what would you rate? Without having any prior knowledge as to how hometowns go, I'd say seven and a half, eight. Like it was solid. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to give it like, you know, I might even give it like a seven point. I might even give it like an 8.1. There's yeah. no real contentious mm-hmm. behavior between. If I had watched previous seasons and seen how bad, like, they can the go. Can go. They can go very bad. They can go better. I yeah. guess mm-hmm. some parents again are just in on it right away. Yeah. Is that better or mm. is it just like okay, you're way too uh, enamored with this process? Mm-hmm. So I, again, yeah, eight point one. Thought it went very well. Yeah, and I actually solid. thought the relationship took a big jump. Now Kelsey's hometown date. Mm-hmm. I could have gone my entire goddamn life. Without seeing that close-up shot of her feet. of of those two smashing grapes with their feet yeah. to make some wine, without a doubt, the grossest thing I've seen this month. Mm-hmm. And again, I've seen Caleb spew his coffee <laughs> back into a cup on the last NBA podcast. Yeah, that was ten times less gross than those feet squishing much. What is that camera angle there for? For the feet pics. For the feet, I guess so. Yeah. Um, for the fans, that was bad. But again. Uh, they're in Iowa, which is like such a what I a valiant effort on her part to try mm-hmm. to make Iowa interesting. Yeah, because they did the wine thing. That's a cute date, uh, and then they're having their wine after, and they named it wine. Wine. <laughs> they named it wine by Kelsey and Peter. Yeah, and which I mean, fair enough. It tells you what it is. It is it tells wine. you what it is. Yeah, and so they're cheersing, and she goes, her cheers was cheers to being in Iowa. Eh. <laughs> shittiest cheers the only thing that could have made my night sadder is if I heard at an adjoining table someone on a date going cheers to Iowa <laughs> I would have thrown myself off the top of the restaurant yeah. I would have I would have had to mm-hmm. like there's no worse cheers than cheers to Iowa yeah uh, but oh, cheers to Cleveland cheers yeah. to Cleveland is worse for sure but again uh, it was cry city when they made it to Kelsey's house Kelsey's been a crier all city mm-hmm. champagne gate uh, when she got uh, accused by Tammy of drinking too much and popping pills, popping pills, she crying then she cried to Peter. Yep. She's cried to the girls, and naturally her mom's a crier. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty much just like she said the same thing that Hannah Ann's dad basically said: "Don't tell my daughter you love her if you're not going to pick her." Yeah, which which I mean is fair. But Peter and Kelsey was quick to say, "Look, I love you. I'm in mm-hmm. love with you." Hannah Ann said it too. The craziest part is he told both of these girls to say it again as they were going. Yeah. Was, say it one more time. <laughs> Horn dog Pete. Dude. Say it one more time and I'm not going to say it. Say it, it to me. <laughs> say it to my face. Do you know what we missed out on is his mom. That must be next episode. Oh, I think yeah. that was one of the, um, and later in the season. Yeah, like yeah. That was for, I think it was, was the next episode when they. Because I was looking forward to that. Because they go back to Peter's. Not next episode. Mm-hmm. It's after that one the that all one. the girls meet his family. Oh, uh, okay. the, the final two will meet his family. So gotcha. they eliminate one. So we got whoever is the worst at sex so. gets kicked off. <laughs> Which I know who's that. I know who that's gonna well, be. Well, maybe no one's gonna be. But maybe oh, so we get that. The, we'll get to that at the end. Maybe no one's gonna be the worst. Could at be sex. one person. or it Could be two people. It could be three people. Oh, and could, uh, yeah, I meant yeah, three, that might so. not even be an option. Yeah, yeah it might yeah, not be yeah, an option. Actually, be taken off the table. Then again, horn dog Pete. Never quite off the table. No. Uh, but again, there was no... What disappointed me in all the dates, there was no... 
and I told you this was a trope before. I don't know if I've said it on camera. No weird family member that it's often a dude that tries to insert themselves and mm-hmm. make themselves a bigger part of the family than they I are. I feel like that was going to be Victoria F's That one brother dude sitting or whatever. On I think it was her brother, which I mean is fair enough. Mm-hmm. But when it gets into like the brother-in-law. Oh, I love <laughs> when the brother-in-law, like the sister's uh, husband or the sister's longtime boyfriend yeah. or some weird aunt. It's like... Peter, can I steal you for a minute? <laughs> no. Peter, I've known Kelsey for about... Three years now. Three years now. And she's <laughs> become a very integral part of my life two times a year. When I see her at Thanksgiving, we hit it off. We talk about the same topics every time. And I have to make sure that you don't break this girl's damn heart. Yeah. He's probably calling like her Chelsea by accident. <laughs> like, Man, I love Chelsea like a daughter. Okay. You mean Kelsey? Okay, Graham. Jackass. <laughs> like, There's just so many seasons where a dude will insert himself in yeah uh so i missed that i kind of wish it happened i wish it happened too <laughs> but uh i believe that that was kelsey's stepdad there because mm-hmm. we talked about obviously her relationship with her father it's very yep. fractured he seemed super nice super good guy her mm-hmm. family seemed really normal actually mm-hmm. um but again if i were to rate that one again without knowing how the episode ended, how would you have rated that one it another well. like it, seven, seven yeah i would rate it probably ish 7.5. 7.5. Like, it went really well. There was no bumps along the way. They had some mm-hmm. intimate conversations. Went smooth. I don't think it... I don't think the relationship necessarily progressed greatly. No. Again, the key part is on that date, she told him that she loved him. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't before. Mm-hmm. And and so, I, that was a big step for her. I think the issue for the end of the episode lay in the fact that Peter was unable to fully reciprocate that. But... Mm-hmm. We moved on from that one feeling very good, thinking, wow, we have two strong contenders, two women that we didn't believe in yeah, necessarily. But, I mean, all power to them. They've progressed the relationship, yeah. and we moved on to the front runner, the, the, the front runner, And always with the front runners every season, I remember uh, Nick Vial's season. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, who's like, a, he's been on The Bachelor seven times. <laughs> and, of course, at the end, he flubbed it again. And he just started a podcast. That's the consolation prize for anyone who can't find love on The Bachelor. You just start a podcast. You get a free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he picked Vanessa. And there was always more drama with Vanessa. Mm-hmm. But there's always more drama with the frontrunners because they're the people thinking about real-life scenarios. Mm-hmm. Like Kelsey and Hannah Ann are just in their fantasy worlds. you know. And the drama with Victoria F is not real-world drama. It's yeah. Drama that she's looking for. She's scrounging for this was weird drama that doesn't even exist. But everything, every question that surrounds Madison mm-hmm. and every question that we kind of got for this episode is kind of realistic, yeah. which I actually appreciate. Like I look, I'll, I, I'm happy to admit I'm wrong. I was wrong at the beginning of the season, yep. calling her a villain, uh, and and I stand by that. I was wrong saying that she would be out midway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's killing. It. But they started off their date. Because uh, Madison's dad is an assistant coach for the Auburn basketball team, mm-hmm. and so they went in to uh, Auburn Stadium, and they were they were they it started off with a video of Chuck of Chuck Charles <laughs> Barkley saying, uh, "You can't you can't hurt her, don't break her heart. <laughs> if you break her heart, we're the Auburn family." Okay, Chuck. Like, okay, he, Chuck. He got the bag for that. How much money do you think he made? Oh, probably a good amount, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like over like twenty k, just for I that was gonna say, small like dude, one I sentence think read. It was probably like eighty k. Yeah, I think he made so much money for that. It was like a solid because it was so personalized. Um, and and Peter was giddy after. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like he was a basketball fan. However, I'm a basketball knew, player. And I was worried because we got that one scene. I don't know if people watched all the way to the end with that Victoria uh, F. Where was it? They went to, uh, what's it called? Cedar Point? Cedar Point, yeah. Went to Cedar Point in Cleveland. And they were playing basketball on one of the courts there. And Peter is god awful. I don't think he made a shot. Yeah, he's a good time. football player. Yeah, he looks like he's yeah. a good football player. He is certainly not a basketball player. Mm-hmm. No chance. And so. Madison, obviously, has been involved with basketball probably her whole life. She probably mm-hmm. played club and school all the way through because her dad's heavily involved. And so they were doing some basketball drills, and they were being led by Auburn's head coach. And so they started off well. They were doing the two-handed, uh, the like the double dribbling drill. Pete, Pete did classic. that one pretty good. I had a ton of faith. Yeah. Wow. He's dribbling two basketballs at once. He's looking spectacular. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the high-low. Yeah. One ball dribbled high. The other one dribbled low. I was like, uh-oh, okay, it's taking a turn. And then she goes, last one, we're going to do 
crossover dribbles with two balls. And I, I like everyone, everyone watching knew this is where it falls apart. He, mm-hmm. I don't even think he got a single dribble in. No. Madison torched him in the game and uh, really an impressive showing. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, cute, fun, lighthearted relationship. Even yeah. though they, they've had some serious talks, but it's mostly just, it's mostly fun and it's mostly drama free with them. For the most part, yeah. So they go back to her house. And, and again, they talk about pretty much everyone in the house is talking to each other about how Madison's a virgin mm-hmm. and how she's going to stay so until after marriage. Yeah. Everyone knows that in their house and they're all talking about it except for Peter. Except so Peter. So they're pushing him out of the room, <laughs> scrambling to talk about Madison's virginity. And then, okay, Peter, you can go back in. <laughs> oh, shoot, Peter, we're out of wine. Would you mind going to the cellar and uh, one of our estates in the backyard and picking one up? Madison Virgin, Madison Virgin, Madison Virgin. <laughs> that's all they were fixated on, which yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. she hasn't had the chance to tell Peter yet. And so that is pretty much their big their big drama uh, left. And that, that kind of sounded off the episode. Mm-hmm. But I, my one note was that Madison sounds so much more serious when mm-hmm. she's at home. Like, oh, you yeah. can tell that family's a big deal. Like, she mm-hmm. was, when they were fishing on the boat and playing football, it's like, it's those are that's all fun and games. When she's back home, now we're okay. back home. This is real life, yeah. and we are like we're. This, this is real. We're actually trying to build something here. Yeah, and oh man, Madison's dad though. Yeah, that haircut, man. That haircut. He's simultaneously fifty years old and twelve. And twelve, <laughs> dude. It's like he has Benjamin Button's disease. Yeah, but I Just don't know which head. way it's going. <laughs> I don't know if he's like at the end of his life at the beginning. Yeah. It's, so he basically has the Bieber cut mm-hmm. for a grown man. I feel like that's a very, no offense to our Alabama listeners. We've ripped on Alabama enough on this podcast. <laughs> Quite a lot. But I feel like that's a, a a common sight for grown men in Alabama. Yeah, definitely. Also, he just looks like an assistant coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> he not would, getting promoted he to head coach. That man, I, look, I know... Madison's dad listens to this, so I do feel bad saying, "Yeah, but you'll never be a head coach." No. You'll ne- he's never he doesn't have doesn't have that head coach gravitas. Doesn't have the hair. Does not have the hair. Does not. You got to go hair. buzz yeah. if you're going to be a coach. And doesn't have the voice. With. Doesn't have anything. Doesn't have. He doesn't. Yeah. And he's a he's a little. So he pretty much that when Madison was a baby, he laid his hands on her <laughs> and prayed that she would have a good husband. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. Just change her diaper. <laughs> Just make sure she can read. Yeah. Don't worry about that Until... for another twenty-two years. Yeah. Like what an insane! You pray she had a good husband. How about you pray that she doesn't fall down the stairs? You have so <laughs> yeah. much to worry about in yeah. between her her being a an infant. How about make sure she survives till then? How about <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Make sure she's illiterate and past school. <laughs> but I mean, uh, that's the priority, I guess. And so pressure's on. He pretty much said uh, a, a similar thing that Madison is apparently going to say to him. He said, "I really don't know how I'd feel if you were to sleep with these women." Mm-hmm. This is where he asked for an answer, and Peter again avoided the question completely. So he goes, "Do you plan on sleeping?" With these women when the chance comes up. Because I know how the show works. Mm-hmm. Which is, dude, utmost respect. Good on you. Did Good, the research. Yeah, did yeah. the research. And he knows. I don't know if he knows what a horn dog Pete is. But he probably knows that there's only been one successful marriage. <laughs> yeah. In this whole yeah. series of shows. Exactly. So, and again, and Peter goes, look, at this point in the process, I just don't know. Yes, you do. You're telling me you don't know. If Hannah Ann said, I want to mount you right now, then yeah. you would be like, well, okay, let's go. <laughs> I've, been, I've been wearing a condom for the last six weeks. <laughs> you would say yes in a second, Peter. Mm-hmm. And and so he pretty much dodges that, and it's contentious between Like, that is not an answer that's going to satisfy. Yeah, it didn't end off on a good note, for no, sure. No, they were pretty much, I mean, okay, what like what's there, what what's left to say not at that, that point? Yeah. So they walk inside, uh, and that's the end of the date, and... Peter basically says, I, I, he essentially says that he loves Madison. Mm-hmm. This is the only girl that hasn't expressed that she's falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. He loves what he can't have. Yeah. We've established this. He always says, I just want someone who wants me back. That's not what you want, I, Peter. You've proven time and time again. <laughs> that's not what you want at all. So Madison goes, 
So they're pretty much doing their classic forehead talking. Yeah. I'm falling in love with you. She says nothing. Which is the complete opposite of the past last two. Exactly. Because he didn't say. Exactly. He didn't say love me back. And he clearly has a different connection with Madison than the other two girls. Mm -hmm. So again, that, but that she left that unsaid because she has some more to say beforehand. So I get why she didn't say it. Yeah. But so what would you, if you had to rate that hometown, on a scale of maybe just the date, not the relationship as a whole. How did that hometown go? Hmm. It's tough to say. Because the whole, like... Very tough to say. Because it's going good, and the relationship's good so far. But there's still a big bombshell that needs to be dropped. There is a bombshell that needs to be dropped. The family's doubting, but in a realistic way. Yeah. I felt like they actually did like him. Yeah. Just were a little hesitant. I have to give it a five, just right down the middle. Wow, right like, down the middle of the five. I'm going to go... Maybe a six. I think I'm going to go a 6.2. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go a 6.2. Didn't go amazing. Didn't, didn't go, go horrible. Exactly. Definitely didn't crash and burn. They could still get married and have a great uh, familial relationship. Mm-hmm. Passing grade. That's, that's a what Passing grade. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, the last date. The only one we have to go to. So, yeah. we pretty much have passing grades for all of them. If we're ranking them, say Hannah Ann's went best, then Kelsey's, then Madison's, just in terms of drama and how smoothly they went. Mm-hmm. And then we hit pretty much a nuclear bomb yeah. in terms of Victoria. In comparison, yeah. But just insane. So first of all, Victoria seemed, uh, you mentioned it live. She's mm-hmm. got crazy eyes. Oh, this yeah. episode in particular, she looked nervous the whole time. And if you've read any articles surrounding the season, you'll notice that everyone's pretty much saying Victoria's a dumbass forever thinking that going to her hometown would go smoothly with yeah. the amount of drama that mm-hmm. she has surrounding. She almost her. seems less comfortable at home than she did. Yeah, everywhere else. And I read, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she like is far the farther away that she she was almost <laughs> yeah. a little antsy in Cleveland. She's like, damn it, my it might my, my ghosts, my skeletons in the closet might travel to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, Porta Plata, we're probably safe. We're probably good. Costa Rica. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. But uh, I actually read an article as well that their initial plan was to go to a clan rally mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, hometown date. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately Didn't fell through. through. Yeah. Uh, so Victoria has to show Peter her friends later. Mm. But they went to a country concert, which is... It's close enough. Close enough. It's close yeah. you can get. Which is insane that they went to another country concert. I thought it was going to be Chase Rice again. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Like, were they yeah, trying to make it like a funny, cute thing? Like, oh, remember how horrible the first one... Because it was the same exact scenario. Yeah. They're on the stage in the middle. Yeah. Country concert. And who was it? I'm not a country guy. I don't know. It I makes, no, it makes no difference. Some with an guy. H. I don't know. Yeah. I almost said Cassius Clay. Isn't like... <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Yes, it is. It was, it was yeah, Cassius Clay. It was, it was Cassius yeah. Clay saying, yeah. uh, so that was really, really cool. It was a hologram. <laughs> uh, and so basically, they, they a sweet moment, which was also very weird for them to be making out in a big circle of people recording you. Mm-hmm. You have to have a next level tolerance that like Pete must just love the spotlight mm-hmm. to feel comfortable in a setting like that. Yeah. But basically, he, I don't know why he was separated from Victoria at the end of the day. Yeah, where did she go? I, I don't know where no she went. no idea. She was probably meeting up with one of her friend's husbands, actually, probably, real quick. Yeah. Uh, but in between, during that time, Pete bumps into someone who we initially think is just an old friend. An old friend, Marissa. Yeah. And they have kind of a, a classic awkward conversation you have when you barely know someone that you're bumping into, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hey, is that the jacket I sold yeah, you yeah. seven years ago? No. No, this is obvious, so okay. obviously a different jacket. But uh, <laughs> I do remember that. And I uh, your mom was there. And I yeah, met your mom. Hey, mom oh. hey, my mom was there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're remembering stuff. Hey. Uh, and so, but you could tell the whole time that she was really nervous. Mm-hmm. First of all, they said her name. And then blanked out her face. Yeah. Maybe bleep out the name. Yeah, we could definitely find her. I Yeah, absolutely. The I'm internet just, is a really scary place. Pete, who's, who Pete is following and search Marissa <laughs> and go through... Well, there's probably like thousands Two of them, different but. profiles. <laughs> you think, yeah, yeah Horned Dog Pete's definitely Horn following Pete. a decent amount of Marissa's. Yeah. Uh, but she basically co- comes up to Pete and goes, you got to stay away from Victoria. Mm-hmm. And goes, that, all I'll say is because you're a good guy and I would hate for... She said it would phrase it weird. I'd hate for that to rub off on you. It didn't make that much sense. But yeah. And then she goes, but that's all I'll say. We need Marissa. We need more. <laughs> we need more context. Yeah. And he goes, You realize this is how like that I could be marrying her. You realize how serious this is. She goes, 
I do. Yeah. No, he's saying he needs more info. Yeah. Like, you can't just drop a bubble. Okay, I guess I'll break up with her because I'm a good guy. And I'd hate for her to rub off on me. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, she explains that. And if you've read any articles, like we have, we, we were tuned into this last week, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that pretty much, I think, the night after we recorded, we found this article yeah. about Victoria F. Mm-hmm. Basically, she had broken up multiple marriages of her friends, of like her best friends, yeah. by sleeping with their husbands. Yeah, and Pete didn't even hear all of that yeah. from what. Well, we and this heard, girl used to be friends with her. Used to be friends with her. No longer. And and then we find out that Pete has dated Marissa. My first thought immediately. That was such a. They said mentioned it in passing, like it was nothing. Also, like it just came out. That makes nowhere. a huge impact. Yeah, like. Immediately, I, I'm looking at this differently. Like he definitely yeah, they trusts were ta- her a lot more. They were more. talking to his friends, and then all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, Peter's like, yeah, that was my ex. And then we're like, what? A, trusts her a whole lot more. Yeah. And B, she has more motive to lie, which I don't think she is, but it, it changes mm-hmm. the dynamic completely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so my first thought, is Marissa a new dark horse? Do I put Marissa in my top two? What if, what if she's in the top two, <laughs> face still blurred? <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> They're on Even the cover. In, like the ladies tell yeah, all they're the new anything. cover of the magazine that they got thrown on. Yeah. Uh, except her face is still blurred <laughs> still on blurred. the cover of the magazine. It's actually just blurred in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The women told Elle live. She just comes in with a mask on. <laughs> yeah. But my name is Marissa. You can have my last name too. Actually, I just <laughs> prefer to hide my face. You can see it on Instagram though. But yeah, yeah. I'll fi- I'll find her, dude. You think there's gonna be? <laughs> oh, thousands? I, I think you'll find. I her. will find her. Yeah. Uh, it sounds very threatening, <laughs> Marissa. If you're listening to this. It's. I'm not gonna murder you. I'm just. I'm just curious what you look like. Yeah. But uh, so basically, Pete tells Victoria, F, "Look, we need to talk." And immediately, she starts to panic. Mm-hmm. That there is no greater sign of a liar than how she reacted. She asked him what we need to talk about thirty times in yeah. like the six steps that it took them to get to the steps that so they were gonna talk at. You, you, you be Peter, and yeah. I'll I'll be Victoria F for okay. this. So, hey Victoria, we need to talk about something. What do you mean? What, what do we what, what, what do we need to talk about? What do, what, what do we even need to talk about? What do you... I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So, okay, let's take a seat. Let's talk about... I don't even know what we, what we need to talk about, but we just need to talk about... Uh, she just popped off of me. I was like... And she's looking <laughs> all around And meanwhile, him. they're walking literally from here to here. Like, there's six she, six steps. She's freaking out. And she said that much. Right off the bat. Yeah. And, and so, we often look at gaslighting if you're not familiar with that term oh i'm gonna butcher the definition especially (laughs) on the spot yeah but it's essentially when you're someone kind of manipulates the conversation Mm -hmm. to make it seem like your grievances are crazy like they're completely kind of shining the light on you as the crazy person Mm -hmm. with your reasonable request and so normally that's kind of a manipulation tactic that guys use i would say guys are are Usually the perpetrators of it, mm-hmm. dude. Victoria F, an all-time gaslight. Yeah, he goes. I just wanted to bring it up, and I, I just needed, I, I needed to address it. How could I not? Mm-hmm. She goes, "Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious that you would take her side over mine? That you would call me a chick? Turns the table. Ta- I've never seen a table turn that fast. No, that was quick. If you blink, you miss the, how the table turned. Yeah. So immediately she's villainizing him, mm-hmm. but the panic. It's just, it was so indicative of a great A liar. Yeah, she's done all this stuff that she's been <laughs> accused of. For are, you, sure. are you like 100% locked yeah. in? Yeah. It's so manipulative. Yeah. Um, and it was literally impossible to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. There was no progressing. Yeah. Any, any and when it seemed like they were starting to get some progress, she just ran away and then started crying. Classic. For, and you mentioned it. I didn't even quite realize. Every one-on-one interaction they've had, she's literally run away. Yeah. Every date. She's run away. And she's had more chances than anyone. Yeah. She's had like, what, three one-on-ones, four one-on-ones? Like so a she's lot. had, uh, she, she had two one-on-ones, yeah. but then she had the group date, which yeah. she walked oh, away, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, which she walked away. Yeah. Like the three-on-one date and numerous group dates as well. Yeah. And she's won a, she won one of the group dates, the modeling one. Mm-hmm. Then she came in the finals for not Like Pete has given her so much validation. Yeah. And- Yet she still, and then she says, uh, "You don't even try with us. All I do is try." And then she goes, "Like she, none of her stories make sense." She says, Mm-mm. "You're not trying." And then she goes, 
why do you keep trying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> telling him, don't pick me. She goes, it doesn't make sense. Like, I keep pushing you away. Why do you keep coming back? Mm-hmm. And he goes, like, he was speechless at first because, dude, there's no answer. Stop looking for the answer. The yeah. answer is, I'm kind of broken inside. Yeah. Other than that, there's no justifiable answer. Mm-hmm. So he goes, because I'm crazy about you. Can't you see? Blah, 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 blah. And so he basically, she goes, just go. We can't meet my family like this. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay. And I thought that was it. I thought that was a breakup, really. Me too. And so we see him. In, and so she goes inside. Or no, her family comes outside. First of all, imagine living on that street. Yeah. People are yelling, crying. There's 50 There's cameras, cameras everywhere. I think someone got murdered. <laughs> yeah. They're just on your lawn. Yeah. And so basically her family comes out because they must have heard like down the block what's going on. And she goes, he left. He just left. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. No. He you didn't told just, him to leave. You, you literally forced him to leave and you physically ran away. So then she shows up at his. Oh, dude, I don't know what it is to her, her laugh and her humor when she's being normal. And just the way they talk when she's not freaking out, I find so endearing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like she just has this i find she has this weird likability when she's not being crazy pure manipulations all it's so manipulative like i get i said this near the end of the episode i get how pete gets sucked in Mm -hmm. i would definitely have bailed on one of those red flags yeah as a professional bailer (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of my brand but no that being like there are enough red flags to bail yeah and I also have the information from mm-hmm. reading all the articles outside of the show. Yeah. So I guess I blame Pete a little less. But, dude, at the end, she pretty much, uh, she goes to his hotel room the next day and says, look, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. I adore you. I, very, very rehearsed mm-hmm. speech. She had the whole night to pretty much, this is my story. This is how I'm going to address it pretty much addresses none of the accusations. Yeah. So somehow those have just been swept under the rug mm-hmm. because she quickly made him seem like it was crazy to even bring it up. Yeah. And so she goes, so do you just want this to be done? Giving him the perfect out. <laughs> All you have to say is, yeah. <laughs> he goes, I don't want to make a decision right now. Were you, were you shocked when he said, like, I thought that was the breakup in I that hotel. I thought it was done, yeah. Even though he did say that, I still thought it was over. Yeah. After that. Yeah, yeah. So we go to the rose ceremony essentially right after. Mm-hmm. And first first rose, I, it's Hannah Ann because yeah. it was the least content. Like you're going to give it. And then second rose goes to Madison. We go, okay, th- that's clear. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's over. This is done. Yeah. And, and first of all, he starts off the rose ceremony speech with meeting all your families was incredible. <laughs> Didn't meet all of them. Nope. Be it, but Victoria, being on your street, huh, that was sweet. I, get, I think I saw your family through the window a little bit. I think the blinds were down. I pretty yeah. much met him. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was awesome. Dude, he picks Victoria F. Yeah. Over Kelsey. Yeah. Over the girl that's obsessed with you. We're not fans of Kelsey. No. I think she, no offense, Kelsey, I know you're watching. She is a little emotionally damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think legitimately that she could use some therapy for yeah. sure but i don't think she's uh, a bad person a mean person no. they should be a great wife and he picks victoria i was speechless i would have picked chris harrison over victoria f i was speechless yeah i would yeah yeah exactly yeah, I chris you can have the rose. one of the girls from the first episode you know what can i actually uh i'm can not feeling with kelsey back? but i certainly can't pick victoria can i just pick someone from night one yeah i'll take the risk of the fantasy suites and yeah. end up picking one of these two anyways <laughs> yeah. obviously uh, Easily. Like, so, again, and Victoria, uh, I wrote it down because her response killed me. He goes, Victoria F., will you accept this rose? She goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't even hit him with the yes. Everyone else like, yes, of course, thank God. <laughs> like, they look like they've just ran a marathon. Yeah. Like, they're fighting through a gunshot wound to the hip. Like, they look so tortured going up there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I guess. Why am I still here? I just wanted a free trip to Cleveland. I just wanted to go to Cedar Point for a weekend. Yeah. This is, I didn't sign up to actually be someone's wife. And <laughs> well, she's actually trying to get out of it too. 
and he's not letting go. Not letting go. No. Yeah. Like, and so, man, I don't even know what to think. So we're gonna go into the scenes from next week. If mm-hmm. you, unless we had anything to add, I don't think so. I think okay. that was it. So the scenes from next week were spicy as hell, though, because mm-hmm. basically Madison, who is a virgin, who is saving herself for marriage, tells Peter, if you go and sleep with Hannah Ann or Victoria F, if you take advantage of the fantasy suites. I'm going to have to leave. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I kind of respect it. Yeah. Because she's putting herself in that same position. However, and I'm not trying to be devil's advocate. It's 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 a little interesting how last season with Hannah Brown, mm-hmm. one of the guys said that to her. And it was, oh, my God. what a, Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. First of all, that dude wasn't a, I don't know if this makes a difference, but he wasn't a virgin. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't really committed to that same extent that she did. Yeah. And he was also a – he was insane. Yeah. He was a – do you know who I'm talking He was – I don't. You got to look up some – like he was – oh, shit. What's his name? He uh, he was pretty much the villain of the season. Mm-hmm. So manipulative. It was pretty much like if you give up your purity. Like super over the top. <laughs> yeah. But it's – it's so uh, Victoria F. is pretty much framing it like it's yeah. the exact same thing. Like she's being manipulative. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so insane for her to act like but that. But she's committed to it, so it makes it also, way... Also, Victoria F., you are throwing stones at glass houses right now. Yeah. Well, and you're the most you manipulative are... person on the planet. On the planet. You yeah. are literally the most manipulative person yeah. we've ever seen. Maybe we've ever seen on this show. Mm-hmm. She's done one. Anna Ann is making one request. Yeah. Which I actually think... I actually do respect the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, easy for me to do. But I think if I were on the show, if I'm looking for my wife and it's come down... To honest, honestly, two people, Hannah and or or, uh, or well, uh, I hope Matt, I I hope, but it's come down to the final three. You're very close to meeting your wife. If you think there's a chance that Matt sends that girl, mm-hmm. it's like how is it not worth just not sleeping with people in the fantasy suite? Yeah. Still take advantage. Still, uh, you know, spend smooch the, it up. Spend the night. Smooch it up, dude. There's yeah. nothing you like more than smooch it up. <laughs> And and just I don't know have a talk in private for the first time in eight weeks. Yeah, but uh, like there's other things you can do in yeah. a fancy suite, I guess. Um, I guess I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. Probably never been done before. No, but I, and so I don't actually think it's that crazy a request. Do yeah. you? I don't think so. So I I, I think I kind of like it as like an ultimatum as like so why? Hey, because I, if you're not committed to this, then I'm not either. Like I'm out. The thing is uh, with um. Luke, Luke P. Oh, I wow, man! I <laughs> wanted to know that Luke P. From last season, the thing with him was, it's like he's not in the position to sleep with anyone else, so it's easy for him to yeah, use that yeah. as leverage. She has chosen not to for twenty three years. Yeah, she's done the commitment. She's put in the time. Mm-hmm. She's asking for you for one night, three different nights three to nights. say to say no. Imagine they did all the fantasy suites in, in one, one night. night. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go see Hannah Ann now. Two of the four. <laughs> they should. She's been texting yeah. me. That, like in twenty years, when the budget starts going down, they can only pay for one hotel room. <laughs> they gotta have the girls leave, and he and and the new one comes in. Um, Pete, why are you shirtless? <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Madison just left. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, basically, I I hope I hope he takes it, mm-hmm. or it basically takes her ultimatum and yeah. and says, okay, stay. But what are your predictions? Let's go. We normally ask for a vague prediction. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you, does Pete take full advantage of the fantasy suites? I don't know. It's tough to say. I feel like he might not because he's all in on Madison essentially right now. Like this is where he's the, she's the I'm, only one who's I'm gotten so an I love you from, from Pete. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so torn. I don't know, dude. I... I would agree mm-hmm. normally. Yeah. The last two episodes have shown me. Oh, my God. I know nothing. Yeah. I know nothing. Me and Pete, nothing in common. <laughs> Zero. Pete, I love you. The open invite on the podcast. And thank you for listening, rating, and reviewing the podcast. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, I know nothing about him. We have nothing in common. Because every time I think he's going to do or think he should do something, he does the opposite. He turns his own tables on himself. Yeah. My prediction is that he tells Hannah that he, he can't. Madison? Madison. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that he that he can't mm-hmm. 
With what I think he's going to say some bullshit. I reason. feel like it's entirely like, possible. Oh, to me, it's a huge part of a relationship. I mm-hmm. need to to know we have physical chemistry. But but a bullshit like yeah. Okay, but that's not the real reason. Is you're a horn dog? Yeah, Pete. like you are horn dog Pete. It's in his name. It's in his name. Horn you're, dog Pete. It's in the very fabric of your. I've been identity. smooching for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's my time. It's my time to yeah. finally get me some fantasy. <laughs> and so yeah, again. My, my my great prediction is going to be that none of these work out. Yeah, none of these work out. Oh, that's ultimately yeah. That's I hope prediction. now at this point that Madison is the bachelorette. Uh, her or no one from this season. Nobody mm-hmm. from this season, if not her. But I've Agreed. seen enough of her serious side this past episode to make me feel like she could she could carry a season. She's the only one, and it's not even close. No. Uh, that being said. Be sure to tune in next week because it's going to be a doozy of an episode. Mm-hmm. And and we do have a sponsor. Not ABC this time, but they're partners with ABC in a way. Mm-hmm. Now, we mentioned the wine from earlier this episode. We mentioned those feet shots from mm-hmm. Kelsey and uh, uh, Pete. Yep. They made some wine and they made it with their feet. That's all we know. Luckily, those feet shots didn't go to waste because mm-hmm. it made... One single bottle of what they have now cleverly titled wine, wine, by Pete and Kelsey. <laughs> beautiful. I mean, beautiful. It is what it is. Them, it is what it. Yeah, wine by not Pete and champagne. Kelsey. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Not, wine, not champagne. Not champagne. Definitely In not. All caps. <laughs> and so, if you want, fit, so it's actually thirty-three percent feet, thirty-three mm-hmm. percent tears. And thirty foot Kelsey's tears and her mother's tears. Yeah, and and then just wine. Now a lot of you are saying what what is wine? No, it's just wine. Sixty four percent is just wine. Yeah, thirty three feet and then thirty three uh, the Kelsey's family's tears. If you want yeah. that, you just have to go into that's wine dot com slash the run of my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's w i n e dot com slash the run of my podcast. Put in code. Feet picks at <laughs> checkout. Sorry, I forgot. They gave us a lot of codes. Yeah, There's a lot of different lot, offers. Yeah. Putting code feet picks at checkout uh, for one free bottle of wine. They're going to ask for your shipping information, all that. We don't pay shipping and handling. It's going to cost you a ton because Iowa only has one uh, mail carrier coming out of there because yep. there's six people living there. Yep. That being said, free bottle of wine. Uh, you're welcome. Again, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Juncture Magazine. Watch out for our NBA podcast happening in about 35 minutes. Yep. Coming this Saturday and the 29th, JunctureMagazine.com for Volume 5. Leap Year Edition. Leap Year Edition, dude. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Wow. Leap Year Edition. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, a wet bird never flies at night. Peace. Peace.